This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast and a special episode also of the Becker Private Equity Podcast. We're thrilled today to visit with a brilliant entrepreneur and leader. We're talking today with Mark Novotny, the CEO at Spinal Stabilization Technologies, and, and, and he's going to tell us a little bit about the journey of Spinal Stabilization Technologies, what they're most focused on, what they're most excited about part of the economic journey that it takes to bring a new technology to market and the amazing effort and marathon effort, I would say, and what they've done. He's got a tremendous background in cardiovascular care and spine and a whole set of areas. He's also a, a, a proud uh, USF Don, and he'll tell us about that as well. <laughs> Mark, can you take a moment, tell us if you're a Bill Cartwright fan and introduce yourself. <laughs> uh, yes, I am a fan, of course, and thank you so much for this chance to talk to everyone. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, depending on where you are. Uh, I am Mark Novotny. Um, yes, so we have a company that is innovating in the medical device sector, as Scott mentioned. That's my background. That's my passion. It's what I've been working on for decades. We're developing on this project here at SST a new category of spinal implant and a new procedure actually to place the implant that can be used to treat a very large number of patients that have no surgical option today for their back pain, for their lower back pain. I would just say in general, our philosophy as a, as a company, how we operate is to work with subject matter experts, key opinion leader surgeons globally to closely develop our plans as a company and our products so that we can solve very specific problems that they're facing, uh, treating patients with back pain, everyday lower back pain. Uh, there's a lot more information of what we're doing at our website. If you wanna go there, it's uh, www.sstspine.com. You can see an example of the procedure, see some information about the data we're generating and what we're trying to do here at SST. Take a moment on the journey to develop a new spine product, a serious new spine product, and what that takes and the perseverance it takes, the clinical studies it takes. Give the audience a little bit of a sense that not everybody's really yeah. understands the sort of scope and breadth it takes to really bring something to market of, of, the, of what you're trying to do. Okay, yeah. So that, that's a great question. So it's a journey for sure. We started this development program 10 years ago. And what's neat about what we're doing here is this is all led by physician inventors, started by physician inventors. Uh, there are two really great doctors in San Antonio uh, years ago that came up with this idea. It's what we call in our sector bench to bedside innovation, where it started right on a napkin at a dinner, uh, led to a patent. And then our effort was to come in and work with them to reduce their vision and the ideas they had in their uh, intellectual property to practice and ultimately get it into a clinical scenario where it can be tested. That's taken years, uh, almost $50 million. 
And uh, we have a great team here that's been very persistent and running through walls and going step by step to carefully research this technology so that we can bring a new option for patient. It's been really interesting. These are long development projects. They're not uh, simple, straightforward uh, programs from a, a development or regulatory approval process. This is the biggest area. Uh, when you're doing a long-term implant, it's designed to stay in the body of the patient for the life of the patient. It's rigorous and takes years. And talk about what you're most focused on and excited about currently, Mark. Where's where's the focus and what are you most excited about currently? Okay, yeah, good, thank you. So clinical data. So first of all, we are and have been treating patients in really small uh, early stage feasibility style studies so that we can understand the best patients to treat, understand uh, the procedure steps, and get really, really great results in patients that have no other option and really severe back pain. So that's that's what we've been focused on. Uh, our new procedure is not fusion. It's not a big invasive surgery. It leaves uh, no big incision, there are no screws, there's no rods, no hardware, any kind left behind. And the patients have continued motion in their spine. So it's very different than, than what we're doing in fusion uh, in this sector. Oftentimes they can go home the same day um, uh, or certainly the next day and then go about their life and dramat with dramatically reduced or even uh, in a lot of our patients, totally eliminated pain levels. So that's what we're passionate about is really great outcomes for patients uh, worldwide. So that's our vision. That's what we're trying to deliver here. And we're quite far uh, now down this pathway. So that's Number one thing, patient care, patient outcomes, that's what we're focusing on. The second thing is uh, our company's effort to work carefully with and systematically with numerous experts and the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, to navigate their process of gaining approval to begin a major clinical trial here in the United States so that we can make the procedure ultimately and our implant technology widely available to all patients that would be candidates for the Percudisc. We are not FDA approved yet, and there is a very specific pathway uh, that is becoming clarified all the time as we work with the agency to understand it. And uh, that is something we're also very focused on delivering a best in class, uh, renowned effort at that. So everyone in the industry, we want them to be watching what we're doing how we're navigating this so that when we are approved in a few years, um, we can make this available for, for patients that are suffering from severe back pain. You've got this tremendous temperament and leadership ability to lead a team through a prolonged effort. It's, it's, it's really impressive. Take a moment on what advice you would give to other leaders or founders you know, taking on such a huge, complex project and trying to lead teams through it. I mean, it's really impressive. Any <laughs> thoughts and advice you would give to other leaders or founders? Yes. And, you know, I've been fortunate to work under really, really great mentors um, at Boston Scientific and, and other companies where I kind of grew up and watched how things worked and what didn't work. And uh, one of the things I, I learned is those senior leaders at those companies always keep a cool head is one thing that's interesting in all, they, they, they are just very cool all the time and they're really great problem solvers. So I've, I've tried to learn those techniques along the way. 
Uh, I guess my advice would be if you're working on a bench to bedside innovation or novel technology, it doesn't have to be med device. It can be in any of the new sort of exploding areas, I think, that we're all watching uh, AI, AR, mixed reality, et cetera, et cetera, new skills everywhere. Um, really take a look at your own skill set and your leadership style and very quickly <laughs> build a team of highly qualified te- uh, people around you to help shore up the areas where you're not well suited or you've not, you, you're not well trained or have had no training. Take a look, sit down. What is my leadership style? What am I good at? Where am I uh, soft, not good, had no training and quickly surround yourself uh, with, with people like that. Uh, for example, um, you need a really great finance person when you're starting out. Uh, there's an expectation that your books, your banking strategy, how you're working with cash, especially if it's others people, other people's investment, how you're working with that is going to be looked at very carefully. So have a great finance partner, have them set up a great accounting system that follows global standards. And and as you build your company, this person is going to be critical in all aspects of development and growth. That's number one thing. I had a great leader, uh, Jim Tobin, CEO of Boston Scientific. Uh, one time I got an assignment in Japan and Jim said, hey, the first thing you do, make sure you have a really great finance team and a great HR partner and you'll figure everything out. <laughs> I never forgot that quote. So that is uh, turned out to be very critical for me in my career. Also engage. Could you, could you slow down? One second. Could you give us that quote again? Give us that quote again for people that are listening or taking notes. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So uh, just the the backdrop was I was put on a really great assignment, a great opportunity to move to Japan uh, for a company I was working with called Boston Scientific. And in the days leading up to me leaving and moving to Japan, I had a chance to meet with the CEO that was Jim Tobin. And in his office, I said, look, Jim, any final words of wisdom or any guidance for me here? And he said, well, I'll just keep it very simple. When you get there, get yourself a great finance person and a great HR person. You'll figure everything else out. And so uh, he was right. That saved me. Also, the uh, gentleman running Japan took a lot of time uh, teaching me what he was looking for and being very specific. But that quote stayed with me, and it turned out to be uh, something that was really, really critical for me uh, as I kind of moved up. Um, in the organization and and had more responsibility. Also, the other thing I've learned that I've used really well um, to my benefit and to others' benefit is engage every possible subject matter expert in the area you're working and keep them close and keep them available because you will need their expertise at some point. And it can be quite urgent. So engage subject matter experts as you're building your organization because you will need their help along the way. I, I think that is actually brilliant advice. If you can make sure you're in good shape on finance, good shape on people, you, you probably can make things work. At some point, you got to commercialize as well and make sure it's a great product. But yeah. I think that's in Boston yeah. Scientific already had all those things. So I think it's yeah. a brilliant, brilliant perspective. I really love that. Talk a little bit more about sort of like, you know, SST and um, – your excitement level, one to 10, your excitement about where this is going. And then where can people learn more about SST? Yes. Okay. So this is a big one. We think we may have a tiger by the tail here. Uh, this innovation, a 
very small incision in the lower back to get in down to the disc and then in the disc and very carefully just mo remove the pain generator or the middle part of the disc, leaving everything else intact, the muscles, the ligaments, the bone, has been an innovation companies have been trying to get to for years. All the largest spine companies have tried, numerous uh, academic programs, numerous small startups have tried. And through a, a interesting sequence of events, I believe we may have solved it. Now, we do need to conduct a very large pivotal study in the United States to prove the point once and for all. But there is a sort of a confluence of new techniques, new R&D efforts, new uh, analytics, and new polymers, medical polymers, that are available to SST and our development team here that were not available when a lot of companies attempted this early on. So I think this is this sort of confluence of, of technique, technologies, polymers, science, basic science, testing methodologies has finally arrived and allowed us to get ourselves in a position to solve a really, really big unmet need. And uh, in just a, a few years here, after we work through the FDA process and conduct a United States pivotal study, we'll know the answer. But as of now, our patients are doing great that we've treated. And uh, we'll we'll see, but I think we may have really solved a big problem in in med device uh, in med devices. That's fantastic, Mark. Mark Novotny, CEO of Spine Stabilization Technologies. Tell us where we could learn more about Spine Stabilization Technologies. Okay, so we originally, I think I mentioned earlier, we originally started in Texas. We are uh, now have a facility in Colorado. We have a facility in Ireland as well. Uh, we are a small company still. We have 10 uh, employees, and we are surrounded by probably another 100 people are involved in some way with helping us develop this company and develop this technology. We have really prominent global super key opinion leaders from the spine space that are helping me and our organization every day uh, get this across the goal line, and our employees are outstanding. They've, we've all been together for a long time now, and our R&D our program, our manufacturing program, our clinical program, our regulatory program, all the administrative function, our finance program <laughs> uh, are really best in class, And but we're small. So be watching this because we're looking to start growing uh, next year in terms of the number of people as we scale the company to go uh, for our U.S. Uh, clinical trial. So we're uh, small but growing, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna get this across the goal line. Mark, I want to thank you for spending time with us today on the Becker Private Equity Podcast, the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. What a pleasure to visit with you! It's been great to get a chance to meet you in person. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for your time and your thoughtful questions. We'll uh, we'll be here when you want to talk more. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Mm -hmm.